Yeah, I went to midnight earlier once. Did not really enjoy it. Then again, I wasn't drinking, so maybe if I'm just plastered, I'll enjoy myself more. <laughs> I just, should just get plastered for everything I do. Don't do that. That's not a good. Not a good thing. That's like I don't know. Unhealthy. Welcome back to another Let's Talk It's So Easy podcast. Today it's just going to be me, Chris, as everyone else is uh, busy and uh, we prefer to at least try to get something out there. So it's just going to be me and uh, I'm not sure what I'm going to bring today. So it's going to be me and my open mic and uh, I guess I'll just start with uh, how's, how's your guys week? Hope everyone's doing good hope everyone's doing okay. Uh, apologize for any sound differences you hear or might notice. I'm in my room, not the usual setup at Greg's house. Got a different mic in my room on my desk. So if you hear any like clicking or clacking or or uh, chair moving, it's just me moving around and trying to be comfortable. Uh, the music right now this too is uh, I don't know, copyright free, uh, royalty free music, chill, lofi, hip hop, instrumental music. You can just find on YouTube. Uh, I guess I'll start with my week. Uh, what did I do this week? What did I do today? What did I do last Monday? Let's see. Had school. Oh, well, I played tennis with Dylan. That went well. That went okay. Man, you just don't know how old you get until you, like, start doing something. And then you're, like, you get tired in, like, I don't know, first two minutes of it. I haven't played tennis in so long, and then we played tennis with Dylan. I played tennis with Dylan that one time, or Tuesday, I think it was. Oh, man. It's like five minutes of running side to side on that court, and I was already breathing hard. I was dying. Uh, but it was fun. It was fun. It was great. Yeah, I haven't played tennis with Dylan in a while. So it was a good catching up moment. Um. Uh, and after that, uh, I think uh, my wrist, by the end of it, I think we played for like two hours, more or less. We talked here and there in between two, so, I don't know, maybe an hour and a half. Oh, man, my wrist was dying, though, too. Swing that racket, it's like, I don't even know how my body remembers how to do some of this stuff. Played for, I don't know, a long time. Played from like seven years old to, oh, let's see. Mm, I don't know, maybe seven years, eight years or something. It was the it was the time of my life. Not saying that in a good way, but you know, it was, it was a time. Didn't necessarily start tennis out of my own thing, but uh, you know, it was one of those like, oh, my mom's like, mom's like, you're getting fat, you need to do something, and then it was like, I don't want to do anything, I just want to play games, and it's like, you're going to play tennis, and then, you know, she started playing tennis, and I started playing tennis, and then, you know, that's just, that's just how it happens. Uh, after that, well, I mean, I had homework from my general psych class and my theater, intro to theater class, because I need those credits for AC to get my basics, and I'm doing basics because I don't know what I'm doing with my life. 
Might as well start with something and somewhere, and that's where it is. Uh, man, that general psych class sucks just because of the teacher. Not the best of teaching teachers. Uh, let me start with that as, uh, she's not an actual teacher. The teacher that we were supposed to have general psych class for is, uh, she had health issues or something, so we had a sub, and the sub is not a teacher. She is, like, a psychologist or a counselor, so she knows her stuff, but I wouldn't say she's a great teacher because, I don't know, she goes over her slides that aren't necessarily hers, and she literally reads it word by word on the slide, doesn't necessarily explain anything or, like, go into details about stuff. Her questions are, like, very vague or, like, I don't know, directed towards us, more or less. Like, oh, what'd you guys tell me about chapter whatever? And, like, tell me what this is or whatever. Ah, <sighs> man, ugh. And then it's an in-class class. We meet Monday through Thursday, so it's a normal in-class class. And yet, all of the work, like, all the quizzes and exams, and we have discussion boards, which I hate, by the way, ugh. It was all online, and we still meet Monday, Thursday, and it's like, ugh. Oh, yeah, and she also makes us watch videos during the class. And the videos aren't even hers. They're like crash course psychology videos, which are okay. They're not boring, but they're not exactly the best either. Ooh, and then, yeah, everything is online, even though it's an in-class class. Granted, you know, it's not too hard, and I'm making a good grade, so I'm not going to harp on it too much, but I just don't agree with the teacher in that month. That and we have to write discussion board questions like twice every week. It's like, oh my god, it's so annoying. I, I abhor writing. I absolutely hate writing. I have to write three to five paragraphs, which isn't like too bad. It's just like a page or whatever, but still, I, I hate it. I hate it. Uh, and then for this like final discussion question, thank god it's a discussion question and an actual paper. Uh, we have to like watch a movie that has someone with a personality or psychological disorder so maybe like Prozac Nation, Revolutionary Road. I think she okayed the water boy. Haven't seen it but I'm sure other people have. I think it's an Adam Sandler movie or something. And then uh, Silver Linings Playbook which is I think is what I'm gonna be doing it over. I'm not sure though. Uh, I mean I only chose that one just because I've done it or I, ha I own the movie, and I've watched it before, but Ew. I don't know. That one seems the easiest, and the one that I don't have to pay money for to buy another movie or something. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, that paper's going to suck. I think it needs to be three to five per pages, but it can be double spaced, so it's practically like one and a half normal spaced. Oh man, I forgot to be writing this shit down. I'm supposed to be writing what I've been talking about. Oh man, I don't know. My week is what's going to be first. I hope you don't hear that writing because I'm writing. Uh, we talked about my week and then tennis and then, I don't know, uh, college again. Hey. Uh, yeah, three to five paragraphs and uh, I'm thinking I'm just going to like watch the movie and as I'm watching the movie, I'm literally just going to like step by step walk her through the movie until I get like 
that page and a half or three pages I need done. Because it does say that you need to like, I don't know, let her know you watched the movie somehow. And I think I can't think of a better way to do that <laughs> than to fucking write three pages about the whole movie. I'm sure there's something else like, it's like, uh, do you agree with, uh, uh, how they treated it or like agree with how they presented the mood disorder or psychological disorder that they showed in the movie? And it's like, I'll probably just answer that along as I'm watching the movie. So I'm hoping that's like the easiest way for me to write that paper because I hate writing. I'll say that again and I'll say it over and over again until something changes in my life where I don't hate writing. But right now I absolutely hate writing hate it uh and uh that's my general psych class thank god there's only one more week for this eight weeks and i get a week off my other class my intro to theater oh man that one's going not as well still making a decent grade i just say it's not as well just because it's not as consistent with the other class, like this, the, the general psych class, I can tell, like, uh, we'll do two chapters a week, we'll have quizzes, and then we'll go discussion questions for like each chapter and two chapters a week. This one, the teacher tried to stick with the syllabus, but he's like really, you know, he's an art teacher, so it's like really, I don't know, round, not roundabout, but you know, I guess busy. He's just busy, you know, he's not necessarily. Showing up to class all the time. Well, not showing up. He shows up to class just sometimes late. Just because I guess he's busy with something else before or something. And then uh, when he does go over like the slides or something, it's just... Uh, he goes really into detail. And then, you know, it just takes a long time for him to go over something. So we'll, we're like... I don't know. According to the syllabus, it was like week seven out of eight weeks. Syllabus, we should be on like, you know finished with the book i don't even think we're like halfway done through the book and then uh the test oh man the test i think he he's generous enough to give a nice curve to it thank god because uh without that curve i think like a lot of us would be failing that class i think the last test i had was like he graded he gave it like a 24 point curve so I made like a 70 and then he bumped it up to like a 90 because of that curve. Thank God. But these are like short tests. Oh man, that was a rating. I don't know if you can hear that. Well, I don't even know if what that sound is, but it might be rain. If you do hear that rain, well shout out to the first podcast because, you know, rain during that one too. Uh, what was I talking about? The test, yeah. These are short tests. These are like a little bit short answer and then like some true and false and like multiple choice but there's only like 20 or less questions so you know if you miss one it's you know it's gonna count for a lot it's it's what annoying last test was annoying just because we were going over the slide we were finishing the chapter and then we had the test at the end of that class and then he i don't know he got onto like a subject and he kept talking about it and so we like rushed through the end of that powerpoint and then the test and then some of the test questions were from the end of that powerpoint that he didn't go over and it's like oh oh so annoying not prepared granted i should have known or should assume that you know that's what would have happened we'll have a test after these chapters or whatever but uh you know 
I did not not prepare as much. And then, uh, oh man, we got to write a paper for that intro to theater class too. And it's like, I'm writing a paper. I had to go watch one of the Amro College plays. And this one that they're showing this eight weeks. Uh, it's called uh, The Good Night. It was an interesting play. It was a play, after I had a paper about this play, a critique if you so say, whatever. I gotta write a critique about it. It has to be a page or two pages double spaced. And you know, I still hate writing. Writing fucking sucks, man. This play lasted from 7.30 to 10. So it was two and a half hours. And uh, what we have learned in class, since we got behind, we have not learned about anything about like production or acting really, or like lighting or scenery, props, design, or anything like that. We didn't go, we didn't get to those chapters because those are the later chapters in the book. We only went through like the history of like the first eight chapters and there's 16 chapters in the book. So not really prepared to take or write about this, you know, play that we're supposed to write about. But, you know, he's not a harsh grader or anything. He understands and whatnot. He should understand, especially since we were really behind. Oh, man. Uh, the play, though, was... I don't know what to think about the play. The play was interesting, I guess. It's literally about... Let's see how many people. One, two, three, five, seven, seven. I think seven. Seven characters. Seven people. And there were... Oh man, uh, seven people and they were like all college kids I think and they were saying that the world was over but you never you never learn why the world is over, how it's coming to, you know, how it got there. And uh, these kids have like, I don't know, they've gone through some issues and they got to deal with these issues and how, you know, they got to come to terms and closure for themselves in these last moments that the world is ending and whatnot. Uh, I don't know. That play was... I don't know. The best way... The nicest way to put it is just... It's interesting. It's interesting. Would I watch it again? Well, I mean... I watched it twice already. Because I thought, you know... I gotta watch it first time to... You know, just watch it. And then... The second time, to, you know... To actually critique about it. Ooh, oh, man. I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't say I was captivated by it. Or really interested to watch it. So I don't know. I don't. I don't. I wouldn't, I wouldn't re recommend you go watch it, even though it's going to be showing for like I don't know. I'm recording this Saturday evening, so they only have one more showing of it Sunday. So you know, probably not going to watch it regardless anyway. Uh, but it was interesting. It was a new experience just because it was. Uh, I never went to a college theater play production. Never been in like their black box theater that they have going on. And I will say, you know, college, community college, and the uh, seating uh, sucks. You know, one of the other audience members that was there was uh, saying the seats sucked there at Emerald College Theater, too, because he's getting used to the new nice and comfy recliners that the Hollywood 16s got. And it's like, man, those are nice. Those are nice. But they also bring a hassle with it of fucking reserving seats with your buddies. And that's like the hardest thing now. Is just reserving seats. Because some motherfuckers gotta pay for all of them. If you want seats 
all next to each other if you don't i don't know try to buying a movie i don't know over text message or something shit's hard shit's difficult let's see uh and then you know i'm doing this podcast by myself as i'm procrastinating my papers all my papers oh yeah the other thing i did this week i guess another highlight when i say highlight it's not really like i enjoyed this moment but something else that i did this week is uh i helped roses uh with a his uh, college video. He, he's taking sports psychology. Seems like he's interested in it. Well, I mean, of course he's interested in it. He's the coach. But it seems like he's somewhat enjoying it. So I helped him record it. And by helped him, I mean I recorded it. That's his, That's my help to him. Uh, that lasted from like 4 to 6 p.m. It was uh, also interesting. It's just gonna be my word for the day. Interesting. I don't know how else to describe it. Uh, yeah, that's probably like I don't know, maybe like an hour thirty, maybe of like actual video, and I have to edit it. Of course, I could also just loosely edit it, right? Because this is also for his class, so it's probably just like, you know, proof that you did it and like proof of the stuff. So I mean, it's no skin off my bones if he has to show off like an hour and a half video to his college class that he did did his you know little project because they did uh man i was yeah these these his group that he did this project with or that he did his sports psychology activities with or whatever was the holy cross basketball varsity basketball team man they they like know a lot they had to do i say know a lot but i mean like i don't know they had to learn a prayer. They had to like memorize a prayer at the beginning of the thing. And then they had to recite the prayer at the end of it. And that was like with between doing other stuff. So they had to do the prayer, memorize the prayer. He erased it off the board. So they have to memorize it. And then next they have to, what was it? Uh, they had to write stuff about themselves, like two things about themselves and their basketball, like what they're good at or what they think they're good at and like who supports them, who they think supports them. And then they had to, all of them had to remember each teammate's, you know, two things. And they did that. And then they had an outside activity where they did, like, a snake run, which is, I don't know, they ran around the whole field or something. And then the last person has to run up front or something. And then they keep doing that over and over again. And then uh, they did, like, I don't know, piggyback rides, sprints, down back lines or something. And then they came back and they, like, still somewhat remembered the prayers and they still somewhat remembered like i say somewhat they pr- the majority mainly remembered their two teammates things and like the prayer i'm like man if i was there and if i did that i would fucking i wouldn't be able to remember any of it i wouldn't <laughs> i wouldn't be able to recall anything of it and it's like man if i was them i would have written this shit down but i don't think any of them did they still the good majority of them still remembered it. It was, it was interesting. So yeah, that's another thing I have to do is edit that video. Or try to edit it. Or just put something, put it together somewhat. <sighs> and I think that was my week. And now I'm here recording this video by myself on Saturday evening. Because uh, Greg likes to have something up. Alright, and then, uh, let's, uh, let's, uh...
What do I gotta put? I don't know. I need to write this shit down. So, ooh, that Holy Cross uh, Rosa's video. That's the next thing. And my next thing, I mean, that's the thing we just talked about. So, let me write that down. Right, next thing I want to talk about, I guess, uh, I made a point. I just wanted this longer to be longer than eight minutes because Ben's open mic shit was eight minutes. Eight minutes. It was like nothing. I wanted, I wanted, I wanted to be longer. Oh, uh, yeah. Yep. There's another new thing is, uh, any, any, any anime watchers out there? This is a, I think this was a new week for a new season of anime. So there's been like new series out almost every day for like a, for a week or three weeks, you know, there's new stuff being released every, every day. So I've been trying to keep on top of it and see which ones are interesting to, I don't know, watch throughout this season, throughout this next, I don't know, eight weeks, however long. I think it's three months. I think a 12 episode anime is like three months. That's how long it goes or something. Let's see, how many? Oh, never mind. Put my phone. I'm watching like good. There's a there's a lot of them that are interesting. I don't want to say any of the names just because I don't want to butcher any of the names. I don't want to even try speaking words in a different language. Let me see if I can find some though. I know Goblin Slayer, looking promising. If you like gore, gore in action, looking good. Fairy Tale, Fairy Tale. This is a new, not new, but a recurring series. Got a new season. That one's probably gonna be good. One Piece is still going. Let's see here. There's a Chinese one that's cool that's going on right now. I don't know. Yeah, I've been just trying to keep up with them, stay on top of them. Can only watch so much like TV or shows a day. Otherwise, you get bogged down. Overlord 3 just ended, which was like, I don't know, a good one of last season's. Hmm. Man, there's other stuff. Can't fucking find him, though. There's one about a slime. The dude gets reincarnated into a slime. That one seems pretty good. That one's funny. At least the first episode was. So I have some, some, some shows to... Looking forward to this season of anime. We're rolling up into 22 minutes here. Hoping that this is still going and it looks good and sounds good to you guys. Hope you guys are enjoying just me. Because that's what you're all going to get for, I don't know, however long I want to keep going for. Uh, I guess if you're wondering where the other guys are, I mean, I just, I don't, I don't really know. I guess they're just busy or working. I'm just as curious as you are what they're doing. I know we said we were going to talk about Greg's thing, but I don't know. I think we're just going to leave that to whenever Greg can do the podcast again. You know, he'll he'll explain what he'll want to explain to why he's been gone because he's usually on these things. That and we, you know, all the, all the equipment is at Greg's house, so you know that's why it sounds different. Uh, I guess another thing I want to talk about or bring up is these. Personalities test. We had to take, or I had to take a personality test to get some bonus points. Bonus points uh, for my psych class. And this personality test can be found at uh, 16, the numbers, 16, personalities.com. 
This is uh, one I've done before, and one that sounds legit from what I have read with it, or read about myself. Hey, gotta write this down for later. Oh man, I wish someone else was here. Be so it's so much easier to bounce off someone or ask someone else questions. So this is sixteen personalities quest dot com or whatever. Sixteen personalities dot com. Took the test. Uh, they have like sixteen personalities that you can or sixteen answers that you can get. I am the defender, which I have taken this test three times now, and I've gotten the defender all at the same time because I've taken it. I think two or three years ago and I took it last year and then I took it again this year and I'm the defender I think Greg and Alejandro are also defenders so you know seeing they're hearing that you know I'm not too shocked by that because you know we are kind of similar in personality wise of uh, just that we'll, we'll get into it and I think Rosas, McCoy, and Ben were all different. They were, I don't remember what they were, but they were different than the Defender. And uh, I think my mom and my sister also took it because I told my mom about it and then she told my sister about it. But they also got the Defender, which I was shocked just because, you know, I was hoping they'd be something else. Or, you know, I thought they'd be just something else. But we're all big family, you know. I say big family. We're a small family. So, you know, no surprise that they're also the Defenders and, you know. I'm the youngest out of, you know, the both of them, my mom and sister, so, of course, I'm the defender, too. So, to take this test, you get the name of the, your role or whatever, or your personality. My code for this is ISFJ, which I don't really know what it means. I don't know what that means, really, but that's my code or whatever, dash T, ISFJ dash T. My role is the sentinel. Let me click on that. Let's see what that leads to. And then my strategy is a constant improvement. Do I agree with that? Ooh, man, I don't know. Constant improvement? I don't feel like it. There's a good time that I don't know. I don't feel like I have improved in anything, really. Right, I was going to read the Sentinel thing, but uh, I don't know. Sentinels, blah, 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 cooperative and practical. Uh, this, their grounded approach helps them feel comfortable with who they are. Hmm, questionable. Am I comfortable with who I am? Hmm. Defining themselves not by individualism, but by character and competence. That sounds more like me. I'd like to think I'm try to be competent. These personality types seek order. Oh, hell yeah. I, I'm all about, I want to know what's coming up. Security and stability. Which I would think most people would assume is boring, <laughs> but uh, you know, I like I like to know what I'm doing. I like to know what's going on in my day. I don't want anything surprising me, otherwise I'll freak the fuck out because I'll get overwhelmed with all that stuff. Uh, I tend to work hard to maintain the way of things, leading to a deserved reputation as core of any group or organization, from their family to church to the office and the factory floor. Hell yeah, leading to a deserved reputation as the core of any group. I'm highlighting this on my computer. Because I just like people to know that I am the, the core of this podcast <laughs> and this organization. I'm just kidding. This is a team thing. These types embrace teamwork. Oh, that sounds not me. I don't know. Teamwork, but expect the same performance and respectability from others that they strive for themselves. Yeah, I'm surprised when people aren't doing the things I want them to do. 
you know it's like how are you not how do you not think like me of course they're, they're different people of course they don't think like me uh i hope i'm speaking loud enough for this thing to pick up all right good still recording thank god I'm worried about that uh sentinels often dislike strident nonconformity. okay big words don't care okay skip this blah blah, blah. sentinels prefer proven methods and honest accomplishment to self all right blah 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 uh, ooh, these per the, because these personalities are deeply prudent don't know what that means really they also tend to be self-motivated and rarely need external inspiration to be productive oh man i don't feel like i don't know maybe i'm just like an exception to it but you know i don't ever feel self-motivated really i feel like most of my shit that i do comes from like other people my motivation comes from other people telling me what I need to do or how I need to do it or whatever. Uh, the grounded perspective leaves a little room for random musings, but sentinels are not unimaginative. I like to think I come up with some stupid questions time to time. I hope they've shown in podcasts prior to this one. Experiment for rather than excel in making challenging situations work. Revolution does not appeal to people from this role. Yeah, I, mean, I don't like new things. Who tend to learn from the past. Oh, man, no. Mm -mm. Learn from the past and remain loyal to the tested truths and traditions they were brought up with. Okay, well, yeah, I agree with that, yeah. Mm, and there's a lot more. Let's not go too deep into that. Okay, let's go. Mind. This trait determines how we interact with our environment. Uh-oh. Light just flickered. It's raining, so... Hopefully electricity doesn't go out on this. That would suck. Uh, we're approaching the 30-minute mark. I hope you are enjoying the ride, you know. Coasting and smoothing. And this is supposed to be like, I don't know, like a bit of like a flying plane and leading you down a Joyce Road or whatever down a bus ride or something. I don't know. So my this trade determines how we interact with our environment. Extroverted or introverted? Uh... Lo and behold, I am 94% introverted. I am not surprised by this statistic at all, as I do find my energy from being alone. Let's go into this. Let's go into detail. Reading this, introverted individuals prefer solitary activities and get exhausted by social interactions. Yes, I agree with this. I am this. I am, I am this introverted. They tend to be quite sensitive to external stimulation. Sounds like or smell in general. Let's go into read more. Okay, well, never mind. All right, well, it brought me to a whole new page. I didn't think it'd be this big. I thought it would just, like, I don't know. Like the description of this video. I thought it would just go, you know, a little bit longer. This is way longer. This is a whole page long. Uh, let me look over this. Do, do, do. Uh... Uh, while introversion and extroversion are often used in lieu of social aptitude, this skill involves more than just being outgoing and social. Although social skills form part of it, in a broader way, the mind skill determines the degree of... Hold up. <coughs> oh, I'm dying. <laughs> no, that was a burp or something. I don't know what it was. Ugh. Where was I? In a broader way, the mind skill determines the degree of interaction with the outer world. How socially one behaves is just a part of that. And since this skill is a contrast of quantity and intensity, I don't know what I'm getting from this, actually. Nothing. <laughs> I didn't get anything from reading that. 
Let's see, introverts on the other hand are more sensitive and need to escape the same stimuli in order to be more functional. Uh, unlike extroverts, introverts can quickly exhaust their mental energy reserves, reserves and they will only tolerate such situations so long before they yearn for solitude and quiet. Yep. It's probably why I don't like to go out to bars or dance clubs like bodegas, bodegas, bodega, whatever. Or like the close down midnight rodeo. Yeah, I went to midnight rodeo once. Did not really enjoy it. Then again, I wasn't drinking. So maybe if I'm just plastered, I'll enjoy myself more. <laughs> I just, should just get plastered for everything I do. Don't do that. That's not a good, not a good thing. It's like, I don't know. Unhealthy. Uh, looking down on this. Okay, whatever. I'm introverted. Good for me. 94%. Remember that. Don't like <laughs> don't like being out there. Next thing is the uh, not mind. We just went over the mind. Next is energy. This trait shows where we direct our mental energy. This one is way closer. It's not uh not crazy on the scale. I am fifty one percent observant compared to forty nine percent intuitive. Let's see, observant observant individuals are highly practical, pragmatic, and down to earth. Don't necessarily know what pragmatic means. They tend to have strong habits and focus on what is happening or has already happened. Alright, you know, that sounds me. Focus on past. There's a lot of things in my past that I'm like, regret. Or just look back and was like, I'm an idiot. What was I thinking back then? Uh, going down this thing. Enjoy the music while I'm reading. Blah, blah, blah. Don't want to hear me sing because it's horrible. I don't even know if you enjoyed listening to my voice in this kind of situation. What the fuck did I just say I was? I was observant by 1% over 50. Let's see. In contrast, individuals with the observant trait focus on the actual world and things happening around them. They enjoy seeing, touching, feeling, experiencing, and leave theories and possibilities to others. They want to keep their feet on the ground and focus on the present. Hmm. Well, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I don't really want to go into this too much, just because I'm only 51% observant. Don't want to exit out of this tab, but I just want to go back. So that one's like really close, 50-50, you know, it's like, eh, I must have answered some of these questions or the questions directed at that energy specific thing, you know, either neutral or in the middle or I don't know, must have answered one strongly about one question and one about, and then a different question strongly about going the other way or whatever. So after energy, let's go nature. This trait determines how we make decisions and cope with emotions. This one's a little bit better. And by a little bit, I mean like a teensy bit better. And by better, I mean like more. I am 53% feeling and 47% thinking. Which is kind of surprising to me. I feel like I think more than I feel. It says feeling individuals are sensitive and emotionally expressive. Hmm, I don't know. I don't feel like I'm maybe sensitive. I don't know. I definitely don't feel like I'm emotionally expressive at all. They're more empathetic and less competitive than thinking types and focus on social harmony and cooperation. Uh. 
Let's see. The nature scales, thinking versus feeling, determines how we make decisions and cope with emotions. While we all have feelings, there are significant differences in how we react to them and what role those feelings play in our lives. Interactions with other people. Mostly related to our interactions with other people. Let's see. Let's see. Where can I find? What am I feeling? 53% feeling. In contrast, people with the feeling trait. Oh, good. It's the only paragraph. People with the feeling trait follow their hearts and emotions, care little about hiding them. I feel like this is a lie. I feel like I must have answered some questions <laughs> Got some questions wrong or something because I don't feel like I'm feeling at all. From their perspective, we should not be afraid to listen to our innermost feelings and share them with the world. These individuals tend to be compassionate, sensitive, and highly emotional. Alright, well, you know, fuck. I don't know. I'm highly emotional. Like, alone. <laughs> not with people, though. They would rather cooperate than compete. Yes, I would rather play a co-op game than uh, play like a very competitive game forever. Co-op is fun. Even though those games don't exist no more. Although it would be a big mistake to see feeling types as naive or usually swayed. Quite the contrary, they are likely to fight tooth and nail for what they believe in. Yeah, I'm, I'll punch a bitch. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe, you know, if I'm pushed to the edge. Uh, their principles and ideals are much more important than, say, professional success. I'll put it another way, this is a different kind of logic. Eh, whatever. That was a very short page about that. Okay, we just went over nature. It's like tactics. This one's this one's back to being like more 50-50. Tactics. This trait reflects our approach to work, planning, and decision making. Hold up. Ugh. Another burp. So judging and prospecting, I am 51% judging, 49% prospecting. Judging individual, individuals are decisive, thorough, and highly organized. They value clarity, predictability, and closure. Uh, preferring structure and planning to spontaneity. Spontan, spontaneous, whatever. I can say that. Spontaneity. Spot, spot, being spontaneous, yep going with that can't say a sentence just reword the whole fucking sentence so i learned from writing these stupid papers i still hate papers i will say this again and again and again i hate writing papers all right tactics the tactics scale determines how we approach planning and available options how ah, fuck that ah, whatever people with the judging trait do not like to keep their their options open. They would rather come up with five different contingency, plan contingency plans than just go ahead and deal with the challenges as they come. They prefer clarity and closure. I was going with the plane rather than the flounce. Oh, keep a mental checklist. Uh, I wouldn't say a checklist, but you know. Okay, maybe I do because I think today I was like, gotta write this paper, gotta write the other paper, or I gotta write my theater critique and then i gotta write my psychology movie paper and then i gotta do the podcast and then i gotta do rose's video editing and then you know i still want to like i don't know watch youtube and anime and then i want to like not do stuff i don't know just do nothing <laughs> just listen to this music or something uh so maybe i do man keep a mental checklist but i never check fucking anything off uh Judging individuals tend to have a very strong work ethic, putting their duties and responsibilities above everything else. Uh, considering that I haven't actually worked a typical or normal job, 
type thing. I don't really know my work ethic, but doing this or just putting doing school, I procrastinate a lot. At least papers. Yeah, again with the papers. I'll I'll put off a paper until like very last second, <laughs> the last day or something. Don't like it. So you know maybe I put their duties and responsibilities above everything else. I don't know. I'm doing this, so maybe I do. I don't know. Uh, there just says other stuff about prospecting, and then let's see. And then we got what did I just go. Uh, we got identity. This trait underpins all others, showing how confident we are in our abilities and decisions. So I am eighty-one percent turbulent, nineteen percent assertive. Eighty-one percent turbulent. Turbulent individuals are self-conscious and sensitive to stress. I will agree with this. I don't like stress. I do think about myself a lot. Self-conscious and like thinking like, oh, what am I wearing? Oh, no. Never mind. I'm not going into that. They are likely to experience a wide range of emotions and to be success-driven, perfectionistic, and eager to improve. I might agree with that as in I am a perfectionist because I'd rather have things perfect. Uh, someone has called me a perfectionist when I was doing Roadrunner. I think my, like, instructor's like, are you a perfectionist? Like, fuck fine, I don't know. I do like things to be perfect, or as perfect as it can be. I say perfect, and I'm like, I'm gonna do this paper, and then I'm gonna turn it in for a grade, because I don't give a fuck anymore, because I'm fucking tired of looking at it for that one day that I actually work on it. <sighs> Identity, assertive versus turbulent. Our last scale, this will be the last one I'm going over, the last skill identify affects all others, showing how confident we are in our abilities and decisions. Oh man, I never feel confident in my decisions. Almost ever. I'm always always like, I'm always like, oh man, what if I did this? What if I did the other thing? I bet the other thing would have been better. I need to like be better about that. That sucks. In contrast, individuals with turbulent dash T, which is what I am. Identify our self-conscious and sensitive stress. We already read that. Don't know why I said it again. They experience a wide range of emotions. Maybe success. We read that too. What the hell? Uh, they are also more willing to change jobs. They feel stuck in their current one. And to spend time thinking about the direction in which their life is going. Uh, I feel like I do that from time to time. I don't know, like once a day. Spend time to think about what direction my life is going. And then I'm like, where is my life going? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know where it's going. It's like, I might as well just not think about this and then go back to something else. Go watch a YouTube video. Uh, however, while the assertive variant may seem more positive on the surface, that is not always the case. For instance, turbulent individuals perform better in certain roles as they push themselves to achieve superior results. Superior results. Mm, yeah, whatever. Uh, push themselves. Uh, not important. Yeah, whatever. Let's go back. And that is my thing. That is my my uh, little. I don't know. I guess summary is what this is really. Of what it is, my mind, energy, nature, tactics, and identity. So just to go over it, I am ISFJ dash T Sentinel the Defender. Ninety four percent introverted, fifty one percent observant, fifty three percent feeling, fifty one percent judging, and eighty one percent turbulent. I think I agreed with more or less 
some of the things they said. I mean, I really went over it. I skimmed it a lot. But I'm really not surprised by, like, I'm introverted. Really not. That one's, like, for sure. Maybe it's, like, that one's 94% because I'm always telling myself, like, I'm introverted. It's, like, I'm not necessarily shy, but I get energy from being alone and not being out and about, really. Uh, there was more stuff I could go through this or something, but I can't find it. So let's, you know, let's do, uh, I don't know, let's see what these personality types, let's see if I can remember. I think, let's see, I guess I'll just say these, the personality types, analyst, who's an architect, logician, logician, whatever. Logic person, commander, and debater. Oh, by the way, there's a Logic album. The rapper, Logic. New album. We need to listen to that. We need to know if it's good or not. For anybody who cares about that. Uh, and then debater. I think McCoy was a debater, I think. Or Ben. It was either Ben or McCoy was a debater. And then there's diplomats, there's an advocate, mediator, protagonist, and campaigner. I don't think Ben or Rosas was any of them. And then we have sentinels, we have logistician. Okay, well, there's an, okay, well, whatever. There's another logic person. And then defender, executive, and consul. I think Rosas, Rosas was the consul. And if you talk to him, it kind of makes sense, you know. Extraordinary, caring, social, and popular with people. Always eager to help. Uh, I guess he would be social and popular with people. He seemed like a popular kid when I was, when he was a senior in high school and I was a sixth grader. But everybody seems popular when you're a sixth grader. Hello. Uh, uh, and there, I don't, I don't know about you. Always eager to help, but you know they're caring. You know, I guess I could call Rose's caring. And then there's explorers, virtuoso, adventurer, entrepreneur, and entertainer. Oh, man, maybe Matt was an entrepreneur. I think McCord may have been an entrepreneur or entertainer. And then Ben was the debater. Mm, maybe them. But, and then they have other stuff about, you know, uh, what your personality entails and, like, Oh, I found it. Uh, you're like strength and weaknesses of your personality, romantic relationships, friendships, parenthood, career paths, conclusion, workplace and habits. I'll go over more details of what your role, what your personality, you know, is. And give you more information about that if you care to learn more about it or have some extra time or something. And then give you some like examples of other people that are defenders. So like Halle Berry, Vin Diesel, Beyonce, Queen Elizabeth II are defenders. Kate Middleton, Anne Hathaway, Lance Reddick. I only know a couple of these. Selena Gomez, Caitlin Stark from Game of Thrones. And Dr. Watson, Tris Marigold, Will Turner. Uh, are all defenders. That's interesting. Don't really know if I like, I don't know, think anything that is cool. I'm like, oh, I'm Tristan Marigold from the Witcher series or Dr. Watson or Will Turner. I mean, I just know Will Turner, I feel like, out of all these people. 
Something's cool. Let's go over. I don't know. How long has this been going for? 40 minutes? 47 minutes? Hmm. I wonder if anybody's still listening at this point. If you are, thank you. And I'm surprised, actually. You still listen to this. I don't know how entertaining or interesting this is, but I'm here and talking for 47 minutes. I can't believe it. So it's, it's kind of late. Let's go over friendships because, you know, this podcast is all about friendships. Or we started this because of friendships. Uh, a lot of what establishes and deepens a defender's friendships is the mutual support, advice, and reassur- a reassurance that the friends give each other. Uh, defenders need a lot of positive feedback, and admitting this needs certainly shows vulnerability. But if that vulnerability is well handled, it creates the deep bonds that defender personalities look for. Uh, I kind of agree with that. I like I like positive feedback. I like knowing, like I made the. I made the uh, stat sheets for the Holy Cross basketball team. Our own little, our own stat sheets, more details or whatever. Don't even know why I did that, but it's like there was a lot of uh, updates, you know, to that steep stat sheet throughout the years. And then I was like, "Oh, does this look good? What's this look good? What should what should uh, be done to make it look better or whatever?" So I agree with that. Let's see, what else can I find? Uh, yeah, as their friendships develop. Oh my god, burping. Defenders' sense of loyalty may push them to lean ever more on themselves to meet their friends' needs to the point of neglecting their own. Uh, the more of the self let's just not go into detail with that one. Uh, man, this actually, I thought this would be longer. This is not as long as I thought it'd be. Uh, let's read this again. Let's just go over it again. Yet as their friendships develop, defenders' sense of loyalty may push them to lean ever more on themselves to meet their friends' needs to the point of neglecting their own. Push them to lean ever more on themselves to meet their friends' needs. Defender, well... I don't know. Defenders show this in a few ways from going clearly out of their ways to stick to even trivial commitments like doing this podcast <laughs> like doing this podcast by myself to simply not wanting to disagree or say no for fear of causing Oh man, never mind, it got me. I should have just kept reading. Or kept yeah, kept reading and then read that other sense. Simply not wanting to disagree or say no. Okay, I like to disagree among close friends. But if I'm in class I don't really want to disagree because I don't want to cause something or whatever. Granted, I should do that more because, you know, waste time. Don't waste time and then, you know, just see what other people think about. But I do, I do have a feeling, or I do think that I do have problems saying no for just causing problems or whatever. That and I just don't feel like I have really, like, a legit reason other than I don't want to, which should be a good enough reason as it is. I just don't have a good enough reason to say no. The lesson to take away from this whole 40, 50 minutes is uh, just say no if you really don't want to do it. Say no. I know some other people also have problems saying no. Just say no. <laughs> say no. If they're cool, then, you know, hopefully they'll fucking understand. Or be like, cool, I get it. I got you. You don't got to if you don't want to. 
Uh, more cynical, continue reading, more cynical types would call this naive and may even take advantage of defenders' altruism. But these are hardly the type of people who could be called friends and they have no business being discussed here. Yeah, fuck those people, whoever. Manipulators. Okay, never mind. Take that back. Just, you know, just people that take advantage. Uh, to what greater inspiration counsel can we turn to question mark the real friends those close inner circles are the ones defenders truly cherish for their quality of character and quality of discussion defenders aren't particularly picky about what personality types they make with friends friends with at least not initially but because they prefer so strongly to avoid conflict and miscommunication hey 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 most of their friends are likely to end up being fairly similar personalities. You know, well, I'm not surprised by that. Because this whole podcast, we are more or less like-minded. Because we all laugh at the stupid same sex or dirty, dumb jokes that we say. And that we think is funny, our humor. And uh, usually when there's a problem or something, we agree on it or agree on the ideal situation for a problem or something. Usually don't disagree. And I would say the person I most disagree with is Ben, but that's just to like, you know, cause an argument, <laughs> cause a discussion or an argument, you know, just cause it's Ben. Cause Ben's like, I feel like one of those people, it's like, he'll say yes, even though he'll have no idea what you're talking about or something, you know calling out on it or something you know just to start something it's all good though all good no no trash talking here right now not this podcast because it's been going on too long so yeah so that's you know part of the 16 personalities i was like i don't know talked about that for like 30 minutes or 20 minutes you know a good while uh yeah so if you're interested you know go and take this yourself 16personalities.com it's not like I'm sponsored by this, you know. Just if you're interested, you got free time to learn what you are. And if you agree with it or something, comment. Let me know. Let me know if you agree, also agree with this. Because most of these comments I see down here, right on the money. Quote, unquote, right on the money. Uh, this is so me, it's bizarre. Very accurate. So me. Wow. Three. What are those called? Exclamation points. You know, most people agree with this. I don't know what people in my class think, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Let me see. Let me plug this music video that I've been listening to. If you've been hearing the music in the background, because I need music here. Otherwise, I might die. Oh, man. 55 minutes? Oh, 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 oh. We've been going on for a while been going on a good time don't know how i did this don't know if it's actually interesting or if it's worth listening to really granted i should have said that at the beginning and not 55 minutes in but you know it happened i'm gonna wait for this video to load because i feel like i should throw the dude who ever made this in so don't don't play the video while it's playing the video uh, it's called No Copyright Music, Chill, Lofi, Hip Hop, Instrumental, Copyright Free Music, Days Like These. It sounds Days Like These. Uh, the channel is called No Copyright Music Free Audio Library. You could probably easily just find it if you put like no or royalty free music and then scroll down. Oh, man. Can't believe. Oh, 
Don't close that out. Okay. Oh, man. So, it's been going on to 55 minutes. Boy, I am shocked that I talked for 55 minutes, to be honest, by myself. Kind of. Let me pull this outro out of my phone. Slash my ass. Uh, this has been going on long enough. Let me just say what I have written here. And by written here, I mean I have heard on YouTube videos of this. Uh, hope you enjoyed the cast. If you did, click the like or share button. It helps out a great deal. And of course, subscribe if you want to see more in the future. For now, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. But before I actually check us out on like Anchor, SoundCloud, iTunes, Podcasts, uh, Google Play. I'm sure there's other stuff. Check us out there. I guess we I might as well say the number too. Uh, our phone number for leaving messages, critiques, and comments or questions we have is uh, 806-340-0174. Hit us up there. Greg will see it, hear it, maybe if he checks it. Uh, check us out on Twitter. Wait a minute. If we have a Twitter, check us out on Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram, all that stuff. I'm drawing a picture on Instagram. Hell yeah. Not a great artist. Check it out anyway. So yeah, thanks for listening to this hour of me ranting and ranting. I say just talking, being boring, you know, blah, blah. Thanks for listening. See you guys in the next one. Peace. Peace.